Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Live Podcast with me, Rachel Melima. I hope you had an awesome weekend and I'm excited for today's episode because today we're going to be reading through Proverbs 2 and learning about how to walk with God and what does that even mean. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, then one, you missed out and you should totally go listen to it after this episode. But like I said, we're reading from Proverbs. So firstly, if you like, you can whip out your Bible or your Bible app if you'd like to follow along. And if you don't know much about the Bible or about the book of Proverbs, it was written by King Solomon, who was the king of Israel from 971 to 931 BC, and he was the son of King David and Bathsheba. King Solomon's key strengths, like I said last week, weren't actually physical. They weren't fighting on the battlefield, but they were things of the mind, like meditation, organization, planning, and negotiation, and he was considered to be very, very wise. And if you read the rest of the book of Proverbs, you'll notice that it talks about the right path or the right way, as in how to reach the goal of having a successful life and the way to that goal is by the way of wisdom. Those key words, path and way, are actually mentioned in the book of Proverbs nearly 100 times. You'll also notice that this is from the perspective of King Solomon writing and giving advice to his son. Okay, so with the background stuff out of the way, let's just get right into it. The path or way of wisdom leads to life, and the way of stupidity or folly is the way or path that leads to death. And I'm sure that every person listening to me right now wants to be wise and walk in the way of wisdom. But just in case there are some people out there who don't, we'll be discussing on how God's wisdom can help guide you and direct you on the right path to walk in life and why that's so great. So let's start off by reading verses 1 to 9. And in this section, it talks about walking with God. And it says, My child, learn what I teach you and never forget what I tell you. Listen to what is wise and try to understand it. Yes, beg for knowledge, plead for insight. Look for it as hard as you would for silver or for some hidden treasure. If you do, you will know what it means to fear the Lord and you will succeed in learning about God. It is the Lord who gives wisdom. From him come knowledge and understanding. He provides help and protection for those who are righteous and honest. He protects those who treat others fairly and guards those who are devoted to him. If you listen to me, you will know what is right just and fair. You will know what you should do. In another translation, verses 5 to 6, they actually say, you will understand the fear of the Lord and discover the knowledge of God. For God gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. So right away, we discover that the fear of the Lord is the foundation for wisdom. Fear here doesn't mean to be scared of God, like the fear of being punished or something bad is going to happen. No, fearing God is more like having a submissive reverence, like adoration or respect. This plus listening to God's word and taking them to heart are the only ways that we can walk with God and live efficiently. We receive God's word and remember and apply them in our hearts and our minds. We desire more and ask God for more understanding. If you want wisdom, you got to have an open heart and mind and listen to him attentively obey him humbly, not pushing your own way arrogantly, but ask him for wisdom and to seek God diligently. The same way you would if you'd lost something precious to you. You would strip your whole house or your whole room looking for your lost item. So in that way, we got to search for God's wisdom in that way also. And it's not just a once a week thing like going to church on Sundays or for some people only going to church on Christmas and Easter, but God is with you every single moment of every single day lovingly watching over you. 
So you got to make this a daily discipline and you need to be consistent with it. You got to meet with him daily by opening the word and reading just even one verse. That's all you need. Just start meeting with him on a daily basis. In our society today, we want everything now and we want everything to be easy. Everyone's attention span is only 15 or 30 seconds long, thanks to social media. And not everyone is willing to dig for the gold. But if we commit to studying the Bible and learning wisdom from God, then the more we won't fall so easily next time people or Satan tries to deceive us. God will protect us from that. Another translation of verses 7 to 8 say this, He stores up success for the upright. He is a shield for those who live with integrity so that he may guard the paths of justice and protect the way of his faithful followers. So much like how when we go to work at a job and we get a salary and we get paid for our job, if in the same way we worked hard at studying the word and learning its wisdom, we will also gain spiritual wealth from it. And that is far more valuable than worldly riches that we have today. So just think about it. There's a price to pay if we really want to do this. If you really want to gain spiritual wisdom, it might mean that you have to say no to certain things. It might mean that you have to get up an hour earlier. It might mean that you have to give up on certain relationships. But just keep this in mind that there is an even greater price to pay if we don't do these things. We talk with God by studying his word. And in God's government and in his world, just like I said in last week's episode, we always reap what we sow. So what do you want to sow into your life? Wisdom or folly? Let's read the next section. In verses 10 to 19, this section talks about walking with bad friends. And it says this, You will become wise and your knowledge will give you pleasure. Your insight and understanding will protect you and prevent you from doing the wrong thing. They will keep you away from people who stir up trouble by what they say. Those who have abandoned a righteous life to live in the darkness of sin. Those who find pleasure in doing wrong and who enjoy senseless evil. Unreliable people who can't be trusted. You'll need to be able to resist any immoral woman who tries to seduce you with her smooth talk, who is faithless to her own husband and forgets her sacred vows. If you go to her house, you are traveling on the road to death. To go there is to approach the world of the dead. No one who visits her will ever come back. He never returns to the road of life. So wicked people that are mentioned here, they want to lead you astray from the path of life. And it's funny that Proverbs is from a father to a son trying to give him sound advice. It just makes me think, how many times have we rejected our own parents' advice? And yet now today we're listening to advice from someone else's dad giving him advice. Typical how we won't listen to our own parents, right? (laughs) Well, we can see that bad people will use perverse words to trap you as well as using flattering words. Flattery is manipulation and sometimes people will tell you what you want to hear or that you wished were true. By walking in the way of wisdom, we will be able to see more clearly when someone tries to manipulate us. These people don't want what's good for you. They only want what's good for them. And it says right there, they find pleasure and joy in doing bad, stupid stuff. They can't be trusted and they're unreliable. Do you know any people like that? Maybe it's time to find some new friends. It's pretty clear that if you follow the path of these people, then you two are headed for the cemetery. This next section talks about the opposite walking with good friends. Verses 20 to 22, it says this, So you must follow the example of good people and live a righteous life. Righteous people, people of integrity, will live in this land of ours, but God will snatch the wicked from the land and pull sinners out of it like plants from the ground. So before we continue, I just want to point something out. 
In the NIV or the CSB translations of verse 1 of this chapter, it actually says, if you accept my words. And then again in verse 9, it says, then you will understand. And then here in verse 20, it says, so follow the way of the good. If, then, so. If you receive God's words and you obey and listen to them, then you will have wisdom to make wise choices and decisions. And so God will keep his promise and protect you from the bad people. When you obey God, you can walk with the good people and live a righteous life. If you follow God's word, you will never not have the right kinds of friends. Sometimes people who do bad things look like they're doing well and that they're winning at life, but their end is death and destruction. Those who follow God's ways will experience God's blessing. The most satisfying and safe path in life is the path of wisdom, the literal path of life, and God urges us to take it. Socrates once said, the unexamined life is not worth living. And like I said last week, Proverbs chapter 5 verse 21 says, the Lord sees everything and he watches us closely and he also sees our hearts and our actions. So don't you think that we should be doing the same? So what path are you taking? Life may be the longest thing that we have, but it goes by very fast. It's too precious to be wasted away on things that are only temporary and meaningless. So if we're walking in the way of wisdom, the way of life, God promises to protect our path, to direct our path, and to perfect our path. All that folly or stupidity can offer us is danger, detours, as well as disappointments. It shouldn't be too hard to make the right choice. I just want to end this episode today in prayer. So if you feel like you need to make some changes and you feel like God is stirring something in your heart, then just say, yes, me too, God, along with me. God, I need wisdom that only you can give me. Help me to humbly submit to you. Help me to not lean on my own opinions or thoughts. I need your wisdom, Lord. Please help me and give me the knowledge and truth to make the right decisions. Make your path known and clear to me. Surround me with the right kinds of people. Open my eyes to anything in my way from living the kind of life that you have for me and help me to walk confidently as I take my next steps in life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I'm so happy for those of you who prayed that prayer with me. If this episode impacted you, I would love to know about it. You can get in touch with me either on the blog, rachelmelema.tumblr.com forward slash ask, or on the other social media channels. I can't wait for next week's episode, and I really hope you enjoyed it as well. I hope you have a fun, joy-filled week wherever you are, and I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.